This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. See what I bought you mean the other Oh, look at that. That is awesome. Oh, speaking of uh, uh, Spider-Man, mm -hmm. I've actually recently unlocked the 2099 costume, like the original one. I've been rocking that one since. It's a sweet costume. It is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I just got through my first uh, cutscene with him in it, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty bitching. It's pretty bitching. His power's lame, though. <clears throat> the gravity one. Mm -hmm. I've been... My power that I typically use is the uh, increased focus web blossom. That's what I've been using. I've been using the bulletproof. Oh, yeah. It's a good I one. like the web blossom one because it just takes down guys like crazy. Yeah. This is fucking sweet. Yeah, I had to get that. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. That, I really love the car. That's the first Marvel Legends toy I bought in probably 20 years. Yeah. Like straight up, I was like, it feels weird to be buying a toy. But, but the I costume had, is so cool. This. And I love how originally I was like, why the fuck would they give him that ugly costume? I don't know. The white spider and yeah. the white everything else. Then I see 30 seconds of video and, and I'm like, now. that's amazing. He's getting his own comic. I know. <laughs> Guess what's on my pool list The Gary's? That, that comic. comic. Yeah, <laughs> okay. All right. Because apparently it adapts this game, but adds a whole bunch of stuff in that was cut from the original screenplay. I'm, like, I'm okay I'm with that. I'm down with that. I'm okay with that. I love this these versions of the characters yeah. so much. I I like I play through the uh, couple of I I've read a couple of reviews that didn't like the the Miles and MJ stealth missions. I don't mind them. They're easy. They're not hard. Well, they're, I mean, get, I guess if you're playing on hard, they're probably pretty hard. But well, even on amazing, like I just went through the one where. Uh, there's that scientist in the yeah. tents. Yeah. I ripped through that one, no problem. Yeah, that was probably the hardest one. The uh, the tombstone one, I remember I had, I had trouble with. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know what I was doing. I was like, Ugh. It's a lot easier with Miles than MJ, because MJ just does that little friggin' beacon sound thing. Yeah. Miles can, like, hack the friggin' electronics around Yeah, the that's the one I'm at now, where Miles yeah. is hacking the, uh, the drones. But uh, I remember people were, like, up in arms about that, and I was like, okay, it's fine, though. Like... I actually like it because it breaks away from the other ones, mm -hmm. the other different missions. Although I find, I remember you said the uh, the research missions with yeah. the, uh, the the lightning one. The lightning one. Yeah, you weren't kidding. That was that's the bitch right there. That was a, it. Took me like four or five tries. Yeah. No, yeah, five tries. Because you get struck three, three times, you're done. And you're, and you're swinging the whole city, man. Like it's like fucking. 1200 fucking meters out. I was like, oh. I like when I at first I did it and I uh, I was like oh okay and yeah. they're like yeah don't get hit and I was like okay fine and and then I was like uh, I just gotta stay in between yeah and I was like oh they move oh that's awesome mm -hmm. so I, I did the first beacon and I remember like okay well Ken said it was pretty bad and I was like oh there's three more to go all right mm -hmm. died instantly yeah like and literally like it goes and you're like hitting X you just like zip out of this every time area. I died. It was after the second one. So, like, I, I finally I did the second one. Yeah. Then I died immediately. Then I did the third one, and I died immediately. I was like, I can't fucking... And then you're back at the beginning. I was like, I am so mad here. And then finally, like, I got through it, and yeah. I just barely got through it. But I was like, whoa, because, of course, you have to hack it while it's on you. Yeah. So you have to get there with enough life to do it before... So, but I, I finished that one. But the Taskmaster ones are the ones that I'm doing now, and I'm like, ah. I hate the Taskmaster ones because it's so hard to get silver. Oh, and you need to get like I've got one silver. I got one silver in the beat 'em ups. I got one silver. I got I guess I got a couple silvers on the stealth. I got no silvers on the stealth. I'm doing pretty good on stealth. The ones I suck on are the ones where you got to follow the drone. Oh, I hate the drones. Those one. are the worst ones. I hate the drone ones, especially because I also like I hate the bird. Yeah, bird side mission. I yeah. really wish I never opened up that side quest, mm -hmm. but I did, so I'm gonna do it. But that's the one I've done the least on. The shitty thing is you got to get gold on all these challenges because they unlocks half the costumes. Oh, really? You look at all the later costumes, you need like a shit ton of challenge tokens. Huh. So right now, like I'm done the game, but I, I have like four costumes to unlock because I don't have enough challenge tokens. That's I don't like that. So I got to replay the challenges and try to get better now. Mm, I don't like that. I hate it. I really don't like that.
I really don't like that. Because yeah. I actually don't I like... I want all the costumes. I don't like the Taskmaster options. And I thought I would. Yeah. Because I like Taskmaster as a character. And I thought this representation is pretty good. Although, I would have preferred if it was actually his skull. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing. I'm like, you couldn't just do a skull? Fighting him was a pain in the ass, though. I got beat. You got beat? Well, the second fight with him was even... Uh... Well... Yeah, I mean, harder, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. Another pre-episode ramble. Yeah! But hey, it's connected to what we're talking about today. Which is Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man. Ooh. That actually... I practiced. How did I explode to it? Full disclosure, I practiced. Um, very nice, very nice. Yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Noir. They touch on the 60s show so much. Yes. Before we hop into this, I'm going to just quickly talk about what I was going to talk to you about the end of the last episode that I did talk to you about. Oh, yeah, the cliffhanger. Remember that? Wow. Remember that cliffhanger? I do. Okay. So, you know how I was saying December was a really good month for movies? Yes. We're going to talk, we talked to Aquaman. We're going to talk Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Yep. We won't probably talk about this, but I'm going to say it right now. Bumblebee is amazing. It looked really good. Hands down, best Transformers movie. So much heart. Really good. Out of all the Transformers really movies, and I loved the first one. Yep. Didn't love the second one as much, but I still really liked it. Mm -hmm. Hated the third. Yeah. So much so that I didn't watch the fourth or the fifth. Well, you're not missing anything with the fifth. That's what I understand. The fifth is the biggest piece of garbage I've ever seen. Yeah. It looked so bad. I'm kind of, like, I but watched. when they announced Bumblebee, yeah. I, the first words out of my mouth were, why? Yeah. It's gonna, this is dumb. What is this, a retcon? A reboot? Like, fuck this shit. Then I watched the trailers, and I was like, that actually looks really good. And I feel bad, because it's really struggling at the box office. Is it? It is, because last night killed Transformers. Like, people are like, ugh, Transformers. Because last night is a piece of garbage. I'm going to it. Horrible movie. It looks so good, though. I gotta tell you. It is so good. It looks so good. And, and tell you right now, Haley Steinfeld, <clears throat> she does the best here she's ever done before. Her acting in this is phenomenal. Even better than Into the Spider-Verse? Even better than that. Also, well, then again, she's also the focus. Though. John Cena's amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, he did some crazy acting lessons before this movie. It's well, good. he's been hanging out with Jackie Chan. Yeah. Who is uh, an actor of his generation. Yeah. The finest actor of his generation. Absolutely. It's a really good movie. I highly recommend checking it out. I don't know if I ever do a cam cast on it, but I'm saying right now. If if I watch it, watch we, Bumblebee. If I watch, well, I'm gonna watch it because I do want to see it. So we will do a cam cast on it. Okay, we'll do Bumblebee. You heard it watch here first. Watch Bumblebee. Bumblebee cam cast, but watch Bumblebee. Yes. Just ignore the rest before it. I mean, I sat through Jurassic Park: Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I can sit through Bumblebee. Oh, so good, so good. Chris, I'm very excited to talk about Into the Spider Verse. Ken. How excited are you? I'm very, very, very excited. You know why I'm so excited, Chris? Why, Ken? Because this is the first Nick Cage movie we've ever talked about on the Camcast. And yet, he hasn't even ever been on this show. Nick? Come on, Nick. Just... Oh, Nick. Come on, our Camcast. Please. I'll bring cookies. My wife is a hell of a baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll bring me. What more could you ask for, Nick? Anyway. Our first Nick Cage movie, though. I'm yeah. I, I, I realized that today while I was like, oh, Nick Cage is really great. I was like, Nick Cage. That's right. We've never talked about a Nick Cage movie. Although we do have to do a Nick Cage fucking... Yeah. Maybe, like, March will be Nick Cage month. We're going to do a 24-hour live marathon of Nick Cage movies. No, we're not. <laughs> we're never doing that one. What? Why? We are not doing 24 8 a.m. on Saturday to 8 a.m. on Sunday, Nick Cage straight. Yeah, I'm not going to be there for that. I'll pop in. I'll pop in from time to time. You know? Yeah. I, 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 but if we're going to do like a Nick Cage month, it's got to only be good Nick Cage movies. I don't know if I can sit through the terrible ones. Yeah, I don't know. There's quite a bit of terrible ones. At this point now, there's more terrible ones than there's good ones. It's unfortunate, but yes, it's, there is. It's I, I think it's him and Bruce Willis are like neck and neck for almost canceling out all the goodwill that they They've have. ever done. Hey, remember Moonstruck? No, because I watched uh, fucking... Butthole Surfer Face. That actually doesn't sound like a bad movie. I've watched Only that. because <laughs> the Butthole Surfers is a great band. Yeah. 
I'll just butthole surf her face. Butthole surf her face is yeah. interesting, to it say is. the least. It is. <clears throat> so, I wish I could have remembered a shitty Nick Cage movie. <laughs> but I, I just tried to ignore them, and I yeah. blocked them from my yeah. mind. Wicker Man. There we go. There we go. I think that was one of the first ones that I heard that people were like, it's terrible. That was kind of the kickoff. Yeah, it was the beginning of the end, I guess. You the bees! Or was it... Uh, what is it? Uh... <laughs> That war movie, the one where he's like the arms dealer. Lord of War. Lord of War. Lord of War. Which I liked. Yep. Not a lot of people did. No, and it bombed. It bombed. I think he that was his like first bomb. He had like two or three bomb. bombs in a row there. Because that was around the same time as Bangkok Dangerous. That was, actually, that's the movie that kicked it off. Yeah. And I called it. I tried so hard. I fucking it. called that shit. I watched that twice in the theater. I called that shit. I said, I'm not watching that thing. It looks like garbage. No, it doesn't. It looks great. Yeah. And then you watch it and you're like, it's, it's amazing. I know it's crazy. And then you watch it again, and then you're like, no, it's still like <sighs> good. And I was like, it looked like garbage. I even sat through Next, and I refused to watch that. And I watched Next, and I remember just being like, huh. My problem with Next was that the whole movie didn't happen. <laughs> That's not my problem with it. My problem with Next was that they established that his powers uh, were that he could see like a certain amount of time in the future. Mm. Like six minutes or something ridiculous like that, right? Yeah. But the entire movie spans the cr across a couple of days. Let's say for the sake of argument, two whole days. Mm -hmm. You can't establish a six-minute window, but then go, just kidding, two days in the future. Yeah. And then expect me to go, oh, this is a great movie. Next, it's basically once Nick grew up the mullet. That's a wig. He had the same hair in Bangkok Dangerous. It's a wig. I think he grew it up, man. I don't think he grew it out. I think he just found a wig that he liked that he thought made him look super young. Maybe. Nick, come on our show. Confirm. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know what's going on with your hair. Yeah. Let, let me know that I'm right and that it is, in fact, a plethora of wigs that you've been imploring since, uh, I don't know. Just for saying he wears wigs. He's National gonna... treasure. Oh, he's going to put a cigarette out on your forehead. Oh, as long as it covers up some of the zits, I'm fine. I'm fine <laughs> because I'm getting massive attack and yep. adult acne, and I'm not sure why. We do a karate kick, kick all our equipment down because we're in a little tiny room. <laughs> do a fucking flip and then take yep. off a jacket because he's yep. overheating. Destroy everything. And we'll just like, that guy! <laughs> <laughs> I think afterwards I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, it was what we expected, yep. and I don't know why we wanted it. Yeah, should have got calicos for this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yep. they could flip. Need a more room for sure. All right, so into the Spider Verse. We had talked about this in our lead up of superhero movies, right? And we had expressed a hope that this would do really well because it would mean more movies like this. <clears throat> I saw the trailer, and actually, we saw two trailers because we watched. Um, we did, yep. Hmm? We did. Yeah, so we watched the original trailer that everyone saw. But then there was the one at the end of... Uh, Venom. Venom, that's right. Where Which was more of like a scene. It was an actual scene from the movie. And I, immediately watching this movie, I remember I said to Kendall, like, I loved how the trailers and the extended scene don't tell you anything about how this movie plays out. No. You know that it's alter, like alternate dimensions of Spider-Man coming together to fight a big bad guy... Uh, which you find out in one of the trailers that it's Wilson Fisk. Yep. But that's it. Okay? So when we first meet Spider-Man in Miles' world, we all assumed that this was our Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. We grew up with this Spider-Man. It's straight up the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's yeah. right. It was like, definitely. Straight up. Straight up. They except even did the dance. They even did, we don't talk about that. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome. Yeah, except he's blonde. It was weird to me I'm blonde. You when they made they, him they, blonde... You think they would have made the other one blonde. The second they made him blonde, I was like, oh. Because they kill him off right away. Yeah. Which I didn't see coming. Ah, uh, nope. Like, when he was at the grave, I actually, like, uh, I didn't think that it was Spider-Man. For some reason, I didn't think it was Spider-Man. I just thought it was somebody. Well, I mean, why would you think it's Spider-Man? You see Spider-Man swing around with him in the movie. That's right. Right? So... So I... So they... But the fact that it, like, killed him off and... So Chris Pine does the voice of this Spider-Man. 
Which, which I, I didn't know. I didn't even recognize it. I had no idea that it was him. It wasn't until later, uh, the Spider-Man Christmas album, that you actually could tell that yeah. it's him. Which, I gotta tell you, Chris Pine, for him to just sit there and do like a five-minute like blank in this movie, yeah. it's pretty cool. That's really cool. But then for him to actually lend his vocals for the song, <laughs> for a fucking Christmas album, I was like... Okay, man, you got Whoa. me. So, like, he's one of those guys where I feel like in real life he would just be like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of cool." Yeah, you know, I, I don't think he'd say that, but no. he just be but like, you would be really like, "Cool, you're kind of cool." You know, I don't think he'd be like Nathan Fillion, where you're just like, you shake his hand, he's like, "Ah, yeah, yeah. my head." Like, hey, man, nice to meet you. It's good. I'm really good sorry that I forgot that your dad ah! told me not to shake your hand. Oh, um. Anyway. So, but the fact that they killed him within the first 10 minutes of the movie, I was blown away by, especially because within those 10 minutes... My jaw dropped. I was blown away. I was like... I was blown away. What? Because there was no indication that that was going to happen. Yeah. There was every indication that Miles was going to get bit by a spider, develop spider powers similar to Spider-Man. Yeah. But that Peter Parker, something happened in his life that he was like, he gave up. He was still Spider-Man, but he was that's all he was. He wasn't really anything else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they were going to kill off his Spider-Man in such a wicked way because he's like, hey, man, you got to do this. you got to help me here. Don't worry. I'm fine. Everything's great. And then Fisk kills him after he fights a crazy-looking Green Goblin. Just ginormous. Just crazy. Yeah. But then what really sold it for me was... The after the fact with the funeral and Mary Jane is talking about her husband and it reminded me of Ultimate Spider-Man's death which I was like I've said in previous campcast one of my favorite comic books because it encapsulates being a hero yep. and that's exactly what they did in the first 15 minutes of this movie yep. it encapsulated Spider-Man even though it wasn't our Spider-Man it was Spider-Man like we've known him a hero right to the end mm -hmm. and it was amazing Absolutely amazing. I was getting a little teared up because I was like, oh my god, that's nuts. Yep. You know? It was... Oh. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. This movie. It's so good. It's so, so good. So good. To the point where for the first time ever, I'm questioning whether Spider-Man 2 is still my favorite Spider-Man movie. Oh, no, that's not a question for me. And then I'm like, it's into the Spider-Verse now. This is my first Spider-Man movie. Ah, I, I'm not going to go there. This is really close, though. You still Homecoming? Spider-Man 2 is still my favorite. Oh, Spider-Man 2 is still your favorite? Homecoming wasn't I, my favorite Spider-Man. I, Spider I think Into the Spider-Verse. You must have misunderstood. Spider-Man 2 has always been my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's never changed. I love Homecoming, but there's too much of it that I don't like because yeah. I can't say that it's a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's the thing. That's the thing. The Spider-Man aspects... I think Spider-2 is still your favorite. Spider-Man aspects in Homecoming are great. Yeah. You know, I'm still... I know that they're doing the whole... They're shifting the Uncle Ben thing to Tony Stark. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. how that he dies in Avengers 4. Mm -hmm. You know. And it's going to be one of the... It's going to be the Uncle Ben moment for Peter Parker. Yeah. Which... Still makes me so mad. Yeah. So mad because you had multiple Spider-Mans in this one, and they all were Spider-Man because of their uncle in some way, shape, or form. Even Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. He became a true, better Spider-Man because of his uncle. Yeah. Which is one of the smartest things Bendis has ever done because he took a new Spider-Man and did the same thing. Yeah. Did, did the same thing. And he made the Prowler a cool character. More so in the movie. I never thought Prowler. More was so cool. in the movie. More so in the movie. Because Ultimate Prowler, you I can what? care less more. But this oh, Prowler in this movie. I, oh, let's just go so stage good. by stage, though. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, let's, we meet Miles Morales, and I instantly like Miles Morales. Yes. I liked him. I loved his dad. I thought that was great. What's his name? Uh, Shamik Moore. Shamik. I was gonna go with Shamik. <clears throat> I'll butcher names, man. I haven't even got to this one yet. 
Oh, uh, Mahershala Ali. Ah, Mahershala. Mahershali. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not Indian. You know that. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. No, it's not that. It's not a throat thing. Anyways. Uh, he's a great actor, Sweet though. Tooth. Mr. Ali. What's the Sweet Tooth? Sweetback? I keep fucking that fucking up. Cotton Mill. It's Cotton Mill. He was Cotton Mill. That's right. Sweetback. <laughs> Every fucking time I keep saying Sweetback. Yeah, if I heard Luke Cage say Sweetback to another man, I'd fall. That'd be pretty cool. Sweetback. <laughs> it's Sweetback. My, my sick voice makes a pretty good uh, yeah, Nicholas yeah. Cage. <laughs> Sweetback. Uh, so, Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore is amazing as Miles Morales. He's amazing as Miles Morales, but the actual writing of Miles Morales mm -hmm. is great. Chemistry with his father. So funny. Oh, I loved it. So I funny. absolutely loved it. Yep. I thought it was so great. Um, I wish there was a bit more with his mom, but that's only because I read a bunch of the Ultimate stuff. Yeah. So, and I know how that plays out, but like, <clears throat> I mean, right away I love it, right at the beginning where... He's dropping his son off. He's a cop, and he's dropping his son off, and he goes, I love you. And then it's like, you got to say, I love you back. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't Everyone fucking leave look at, him. at all until he says, I love you yeah. back. I thought that was great. Um, I even love the fact that they have it so that Miles is a smart kid in a school for smart people, and he's kind of the dumb kid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he feels out of place. He doesn't feel like he's the big shot mm -hmm. like he did. Like, I love it when he's walking past his school and all his school friends are like, hey, man, hey, miss you. And he's like, yeah, miss you too. And then he gets to this school and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a loser. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Even the instant meeting with uh, Glenn, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Um, I really liked You know what this movie made me do? It made me want to read Spider-Gwen and, and Miles Morales again. Yeah, it actually made me like, want to. It, it actually made me want to start reading their comics, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I don't now, obviously budget reasons. Oh yeah, I'm not. But, I mean, I'm not going to, but I did the same thing because yeah, I, I was like, like, oh yeah, that's right. They're actually really awesome characters in their own right. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like Marvel missed a step by calling her Spider Ghost or Ghost Spider. Yeah. Instead of just going Spider Woman. Yeah. You know. Because uh, she calls herself Spider Woman in this movie, and I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. She'd say, hey, I'm Ghost Spider, because they'd go, well, that makes no sense. Why are you Ghost Spider? Yeah. And then she'd have to say, well, because... I'm a spider. I'm white. There's three different spider women out there, and I can't be one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, also, my name's Gwen, so i got to call myself Spider Gwen. Like, none of that. Just Spider Woman. Fuck it. Leave it. Yeah. But um, I've always liked her costume design. I always thought that looked awesome. Her costume design's always been awesome. And I never knew anything about the character, but, like, it was like, Gwen Stacy's back. That's all I knew at yeah. first. I was like, that's stupid. I actually do like, mind. costume looks awesome, but yeah. come on. Gwen Stacy. Um, I never realized it was a different Gwen from a different dimension. Yeah. Who well, lost I, Peter, and that made her become yeah. this. And I thought, that is really cool. Even though I like the fact that, like, she's best friends with Peter Parker, and he ends up becoming the lizard, and she accidentally kills him. And that's her and Peter's to be better. You know, which I thought was really cool. That's probably one of my favorite things about this movie is that it's about being better. Yeah. You know, not saying that there's anything wrong with how you are now, but just being better. Mm -hmm. So having Miles, not having a great relationship with his parents, even though they're pretty cool, like they're pretty good. Yeah, they're cool. He's he wants to hang out with his uncle, mm -hmm. who I love how they intimate immediately that he's not necessarily a good guy. Like he's yeah. not a bad uncle. He's not a good dude. Yeah. Like his dad is just kind of like, well, you know, we went, we went two different ways, type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then we meet him, and that's Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Sweetback. Sweetback. Sweetback <laughs> Cottonmouth, because Chris is stupid. <laughs> um, uh, he's awesome. Like, I, the one thing that I can't get over is how well every single one of the characters in this movie. And there's a lot, not just the spider people. There's a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters. A lot of villains, a lot of side characters. A lot of world building. Yep. And none of it felt shortchanged. Uh, no, that's not true. There's a few that were shortchanged, like Tombstone, for instance. Loved that he was in the movie. Mm -hmm. Hated how he said nothing. Yeah. He was like a glorified bodyguard. Pretty much. Which I didn't like. But I still popped pretty hard that he was in it. Yeah. The other thing I didn't like was the... 
the way Scorpion looked. Hated the way Scorpion looked. Mm. Really hated the way he looked. Yeah. Out of all the designs they could have come up with, especially because uh, Dr. Octopus. She was awesome in this. She was awesome. And that was a huge surprise. I wasn't expecting that scientist doctor to... Floored by it. What? Floored by it. Um, and she had gross tentacles too, like they, they were, were like watery, like, like fleshy looking things. Bio, like yeah, I gross. Just, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Ugh, that's gross." <laughs> but that was that's an example of a perfect take, new take on Doctor Octopus. Yeah, uh, and even the buildup was great. But I, I don't want to get too ahead. But so you had that wicked design. Yeah, you had even like Miles's original Spider-Man costume. With the shorts and the sweater, which I didn't really like, but it still fit the character. I thought that looked really cool. Um, fat Spider-Man in his sweatpants and like two different socks or yeah. two different shoes, no less. I was like, man, like this is all really great. Peter B. Parker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you get like this shitty, fucking ugly-looking Scorpion. I mean, people might think he looks cool. I thought he looked like garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the Prowler. Prowler looked fucking awesome. Prowler looked awesome, but you know what? The the way the sound design and the music all like incorporated into Prowler's presence. Everything about Prowler. When, when his music came on and that sound effect hit, I was just like, "No, oh, this is awesome. Prowler is awesome." So you movie. have a whole bunch of this awesomeness. Yeah. And then you have like this shirtless tattooed I like they made a Mexican because of Homecoming, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with. I was like, "That's cool." That's the only thing I liked about it. Everything else, I was like, that's garbage. Yeah. But, um, okay, so Miles Morales, his whole character arc was awesome. Like, I love that they were, like, basically saying, you have to be the guy that does this. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they're like, I have to do it. I have to sacrifice myself because he's not ready. Yeah. And he wasn't. And that was, like, and it led into that awesome scene where he's webbed up in the chair his dad knows he's in the room and his dad just pours his heart out and it's just like hey man look I'm sorry yeah. you know what I'm really sorry and he's trying to tell him that his uncle died and he knows because he, knows he was there he was like, and I was just like I was almost crying at that part too because I was like that is so like all he wants to do is just be there for his son and his son is pushing him, him away and he doesn't know why but he's like I'm still gonna be here for mm-hmm. you and you can feel Miles, because his mouth is yeah. webbed shut. <laughs> and he's like, he's fucked. He's just like, ah, crap. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and then that's the impetus for him to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And I was like, that is amazing. That is so amazing. And it's beautiful. You know? So his arc is great. And then Peter B. Parker's great uh, arc is also great. I loved his arc. It was such a unique take on exactly. Peter Parker. You've and never... I was like, why not do this in the comics? Finally, make Peter older. He doesn't need to be young anymore. He's got all these great new young characters. The fact out. that they made him older wasn't even the big thing. I like the fact that they made him beat down. Beat yeah, well, I mean He lost Mary Jane yeah. because of him. He fucked up mm-hmm. and that fucked his life up to the point where he's overweight. Mm-hmm. He's not as good as he used to be. He's that loser uncle that you're just kind of like, yeah, ha, ha, your jokes are funny. Mm-hmm. Why did we invite him? You know? And then he's tasked with mentoring this young kid. And he's like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. Like, there's no way I'm doing this. But he has to because if not, all of existence gets destroyed because Fisk is another one that's really surprising. But Fisk is going through different multiverses to find his wife and son mm-hmm. because he let he let them get killed, yeah. which is actually a pretty good take on Kingpin. Even though I didn't like Leif Schreiber's you didn't like super Bronx accent. Yeah, you didn't like that, right? I loved his appearance though. His appearance was great. Just the hulking monster, like the way Ben uh, Bill Sinkovich drew him in that Daredevil freaking graphic novel back in the eighties. His visually, Kingpin looked great. Yeah, the characterization of Kingpin was actually really good. I liked that he was basically willing to destroy everything just to get back the two people that he cared about the most mm-hmm. because it's his fault that they're gone. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, the Bronx accent does make sense. Like, I'm not saying it doesn't, 
But the reasons why I liked it when uh, Tom Holland broke it out in Civil War are the reasons why I don't like it in Kingpin because it's uh, one of the reasons why D'Onofrio's Kingpin is so awesome because you know that he's from the Bronx. Like mm-hmm. He's from Hell's Kitchen, just like Daredevil. He doesn't want any trace of that accent because he feels he's better than the city. He wants to make the city better, but he's better than everyone in it. Yeah. So that's the only reason why, that's the only thing I don't like about Fisk. Everything else, awesome. I actually like that they give him that twist where he's just doing this to get his family back. But I also like that the same reasons why they left in the first place are the exact same reasons why they, whichever dimension he goes to, they're like, no, fuck this. Yeah. We can't have any part of this, you know? Which is interesting because at least with like Daredevil, the Netflix sadly departed Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And I like that she's in. She's in on this stuff. She's like side by side with him. She's like, I know who you are. I know what you do. Yep. I want to do it too. I want to be a part of this. I was like, that's such a great take on Vanessa as opposed to just being the idiot wife that has no idea. And then when she does find out... Um, I think when she finds out in the comic books, she has a stroke or something, so she's incapacitated. <clears throat> and he ships her off to Europe, and then she gets better. Then she comes back to lead, and then I think she gets killed. I don't even remember. I, I, th- I know they have the son. I, yes. The Rose. The Rose. But no, I'm pretty sure she came back, and she was going to be the kingpin for a bit, but then she ends up getting killed, and then Fisk is back. But anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Peter B. Parker's arc is awesome. Dick um, Johnson's greatest. I was I was gonna say Nick Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Miller. <laughs> Every time I talk about Jake Johnson, it's yeah. Nick Miller to me. Like it's almost like I can't like I know he's not Nick Miller, <laughs> but he's Nick Miller to me because he's also one of my favorite parts of New Girl. <clears throat> Easily. Schmidt too. Yeah. Him and Schmidt are probably. My two favorites. I love the new girl. Actually, I, I like Wins- I like all Wins- the characters too. except Zoe Deschanel is very inconsistent. Yeah. Like in the beginning, super weird nerdy girl. Then at the last season, super weird nerdy girl, and you're like, "What the fuck just happened here?" And it's like a time jump. And anyway, <clears throat> um, so Peter B. Parker's entire run is great, and you're right. Like I like that he's older. Mm-hmm. I like that he's had a career beyond this. It's one of the reasons why I really like uh, Spider-Man in PS4. Because he's been doing it for eight years. Yeah. This isn't like a brand new Spider-Man that's just learning the ropes. This is a guy that's been doing it long enough that most of New York loves the guy, Mm -hmm. knows that he's a hero, um, acknowledges that he's done a lot of good. So that way, like, when you swing by cops and stuff, they're not like, oh! They're like, hey, Spider-Man! You know what I mean? And it's like little things like that. And also just the fact that he's able to do things already. Mm-hmm. There's none of this norming curve. You're just like, okay, that's cool. You know? So I like this, <laughs> but the interplay between Miles and Peter B. Parker is golden. Oh, it's so good. It's so golden. Just um, like this loser Spider-Man teaching this new kid. Yeah. And saying the whip is her swam. I was going to say, like... Rip. That's so good. And then uh, double flip. You know? Double I was like, this is awesome. And every time he says whip, there's the visual sound effect yeah. whip. whip. I was like, man. But I do like that in meeting Miles, and then of course meeting the other spider guys, yeah. or spider people, that now you see Peter B. Parker becoming more closer to the Spider-Man that we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Like, at the very end when he goes, hey man, I'm sorry, you're just not ready. So I gotta do this. That's him basically being the Spider-Man That's that we grew up with, Spider-Man. that we know and love. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> and it's no longer whether or not that he wants to be that guy. He just is now. He he realizes that that's it. Yeah. And even though that scene with Mary Jane is kind of funny, I remember just being like, "Oh, they didn't have to do this. They didn't have to do this." Oh, wait, in the in the dining. Yeah, area? in the dining hall. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, they didn't have to do this." I, I thought that was hilarious. Though. It was funny. But it was one of those where it was, I knew they were going to do it, and I almost felt like they shouldn't have. It was still funny, though. Mm -hmm. I actually liked that scene better than I liked the end credit scene, which everyone was gung-ho about. I loved that. Did you like that? 
2099? Back to the I liked the, the initial 2099 stuff. Yeah. When he's talking to um, Layla. Yeah. That I thought was awesome. I thought that was so cool. And it's uh, Oscar... What's his face? Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Was that Oscar Isaac? Uncredited Oscar Isaac. Oh, wow. That's really I cool. I know. I thought that was cool. awesome. And then they had that, like, who are you? And yeah. at first I was like, that's kind of cool. And then after a while I was like, this this is it. Huh. I, I thought it was hilarious. Because that scene actually happened in the old show. So I know. They just redid it for 2099. I know. And I enjoyed it. Okay, great. All right. Great. I'm glad you did. I'm actually really happy they added that much of the original cartoon into this movie. I, there was a lot. A yeah. lot of the Easter eggs are really, really cool, too. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned Miles. We mentioned uh, uh, Peter B. Parker. Oh, I, I have to mention, uh, we mentioned Prowler, but even Prowler's art is really awesome. Yeah. Like, you know that he's Prowler because if you're a comic guy, you know that he's Prowler, mm. right? <clears throat> And I like that they had that part. Like, a lot of the stuff from Ultimates, they throw into Miles in this version, which I thought was great. But this is the coolest Prowler I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever. Ever. He's... Ever. Actually almost scary. Yeah. And the sound he effect that you were talking about was awesome because it was just like, holy shit. The second you heard it, you were like, Prowler. Oh, like when oh. Miles is invisible in his uncle's in his apartment. room and the Prowler walks in, he's just like... Like, and that oh, like, that was like so crazy, and he it, finds it, out that it, his uncle's Prowler. But then, oh. when his uncle finds out that he's the new Spider-Man, I was like, oh, and he's just like, fuck, and takes off. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get over that. And then, of course, gets killed, which was just by Kingpin again. Yeah, damn Kingpin. All because he wouldn't kill his his own nephew. Yeah, but that was perfect. I was just like, man, that's so crazy. And then, like I said, like that's the other big step for Miles to be better. Yeah. Because had he been the Spider-Man that they all wanted him to be, his uncle wouldn't have been killed. You know? And I love that that's the twist where it, because of him, his uncle's killed. Mm -hmm. Right? That's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um... Now we can get into some of the other spikes. Like, uh, uh, everything I've said so far, how do you feel? Oh, you want to add anything no, to anything? No, I, I don't have anything. Like, I didn't even write down Peeny Parker. I'm not familiar with her at all. She's like a relatively new character in the comics, right? Uh, I think wasn't it's all she... Spider-Verse stuff. She was introduced at the same time as Spider-Gwen, wasn't she? Pretty much? Uh, I That I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I know nothing about her, really. I don't really see how she she's a Spider-Man because she has a spider robot and she's really smart. Is she related to the Parker in some sense? Um. Well, no, I think it's just like one I, of those I like uh, just Japanese Spider-Man. That's all. So that's all it is. So it's a mech um, <clears throat> and Peeny Parker. I think it's uh, the spider is the spirit of her Uncle Ben. Oh, okay. okay. And the, the spider is what was, like, controlling okay. Spider-Bot. <clears throat> That's all that is. Okay. It's just like uh, the Indian version of Spider-Man, the Spider-Clan. Mm -hmm. You know? And that costume was See? awesome. See? That would have been sweet. That would have been sweet, too. I would have been down with seeing, like, or even, like, the manga Spider-Man. Yeah, but I like that they had a couple of women in there, too. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. I know. It's just, it tips the scales a bit because I mean, there's got to be some other woman though. Like, I, I, I don't know her at all. Ah, uh, but the little like bits. Spider that we Gwen got, is though, huge now. I understand her being the there. little bits that we got. I thought were great. Yeah, you know, yeah. but the um, <clears throat> the only other arc that I feel like we should talk about though is Spider Gwen's arc mm -hmm. because she's got an arc too. She's got a. A really big arc. Actually. Her arc is great. Like she, she appears before Peter B. Parker. What I love though is that it's her arc is based around the fact that because she's Spider Woman mm -hmm. and because she caused the death of her best friend, she's like, I don't want anyone around me. Yeah. And her arc is now learning to be friends with people and be part of a group of people because you know, granted they're all spider people. So, yeah. You know, but her her arc was really great and now they're friends. And I like that they were friends. And they didn't actually hook up. He's a romance, but it ends on a friendship. Yeah, but I mean, how are they going to do it, right? Well, I mean, it's going to happen in the sequel. Oh, I forgot to mention, what I like too, 
was the spider that bit Miles was from a different dimension. I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, because I was trying to figure out how they would explain it. Mm -hmm. You know, like in Ultimate Verse, it's just another Oscorp spider yeah. that got him. Yeah. Which is easy, you know? And I always thought to myself, like, if I'm Norman Osborn, and I know, or even like Dr. Octopus, Dr. Octavius, I should say, mm -hmm. if I know that we created Spider-Man because we genetically engineered these spiders, why wouldn't I make more and do different things to them and see what happens, right? Yeah. So it made sense that that's how it happened. But I like in this one where it's just an interdimensional spider because of the rift that Fisk opened up. Um, <clears throat> uh, spider Wire was great for laughs. Spider-Ham was great for laughs. I love when it's just like, this can't get any weirder. That's where you're wrong. It can get weirder. <laughs> My hands are wet because I washed them. <laughs> You know, John Mulaney does the voice for Spider-Ham, and he's uh, he's actually one of the cleaner comics of recent memory. He's good. I like yeah. him. But <laughs> Spider-Ham is like... Spider-Ham is fuck? so funny. So great. I don't remember him being like a full-on cartoon character in the comic books, but I like that they did that. Yeah. He just pulled out a hammer out of nowhere and stuff like that. So that was really <laughs> cool. Spider-Noir was great just for being yep. Nick Cage mm -hmm. as a 1950s thug. Trying to figure out the Rubik's Cube, but he only sees black and white, <laughs> so he doesn't get it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps it anyway. Yeah, like, That's I genius. will figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Um, and uh, I mentioned, uh, we talked with Dr. Octopus, but I'm not quite done with that, just because I love that they played her up as just a expendable scientist and then immediately it was just like nope she's dr octopus i was like holy fuck that's awesome mm -hmm. and it's uh olivia octavius i was like that is the coolest that was such a huge surprise so that when they showed up with other of the spider villains i was like that's really cool that was the best surprise ever. Between that and killing off the original Spider-Man, yeah. those are the two big surprises, and I'm glad they didn't leak any of it mm -hmm. at all. And I can't remember who does the voice for her, but she's done a lot of uh, comedies and things like that. I was trying to remember her name. I meant to look it up, and I forgot. Mm. Yeah. I didn't... But anyway, perfectly casted. The whole cast was great. I actually wouldn't... The entire cast. I wouldn't mind if the next version of Dr. Octopus we see is a woman. Like, if they go with this one for the homecoming crowd, well, they won't. But no. Although, if they mind the Spider-Man game for their version of Octopus. Perfect. So perfect. I love that because, like, oh, man. you meet him, you know he's going to become Dr. Octopus. I thought they were going to save that for the next game. Yeah. I honestly thought that that would be the whole purpose of the next game. But <sighs> I actually just got to the part. This would be a little uh, tangent, though. I just got to the part where... Where he finally admits to Peter that he's got that degenerative disease. Yeah. You know? And even that was really cool because they show him, like, kind of touching his hand and he's kind of fumbling a bit. And then you start to get a sense that he's just doing this because he realizes his body's failing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he wants to help everyone else, but ultimately this is for him too. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Oh, that game, man. That game is so good. Oh my god! I can't wait till you finish this so we can just talk. Yeah, that's uh, an upcoming camcast when I. Because the only reason why I got a PS4 was Spider Man. Was Spider Man? It came with Red Dead, and you haven't even touched it. I haven't even touched it. I've loaded it up. Yeah. I haven't even touched it. I instead waited like 15 hours for that game to fucking load. You got a fucking good deal on that game. I can't get over how good a deal that was. Because I, I went to, I was going to buy the DLC after I beat the game. It's thirty-three forty-nine right now. Yeah. Exactly. And you got you got that and the game for how much? Fifty bucks. Yeah. You got the game for fifteen dollars. Exactly. Unreal. So I was like, uh, I gotta wait. wait. Fifteen dollars. I, I gotta wait for no, a sale. Five zero. Five zero. Yeah. The DLC is thirty five bucks. Yeah, so I got the whole thing. I know. Everything. That's what I'm saying. You got the game okay. for fifteen. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Because you. you're paying thirty five for DLC. Yeah, you'll need that. But uh yeah, no, I just I Thank you, PS4, for having a 20% off coupon. Yeah. And it's funny. That's, that's sweet. Literally, the first thing I did was like, oh. Oh, okay. Game of the Year edition. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. 50 bucks. Done. Didn't even hesitate. And yeah, you're right. I haven't even touched Red Dead 2. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to touch it. 
Spider Man was my game of the year. Like hands oh, down, I played a lot of games last year. Tell it has right been now. such a huge year for Spider Man. I hope. Actually, I have a really strong feeling that next year is going to be an even bigger year for him. It was a giant year, and it's crazy that he's had his biggest year in years, and the same year he lost his creators. Yeah. How weird is that? It is crazy. Like, not only do we have Into the Spider-Verse, we got the second Homecoming around the corner, Venom, which, not really critically acclaimed, but making shit tons of cash. It's making enough money that we're going to get to see Venom 2. Yep. And it's making enough money that I guarantee you there are talks about letting Marvel use Venom. Oh, easily. Marvel's probably looking at that and going, wow. Yeah. Make a lot of money. You know? It'd be crazy um, too. Well, I mean, there was Avengers. Yeah. You know? It, yeah, his role in Infinity War. The Spider-Man game. Spider-Man game. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man relaunch. Yep, Amazing Spider-Man relaunch. awesome. Into the Spider-Verse. Yep. And the next year, Avengers again. Because he's going to have a big role in that one. Mm -hmm. Because if you thought his death was heartbreaking, wait till you see his re his reemergence. And then Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, it can only get better. It can only get better. Like, ah, it's fucking amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. We're using the word amazing a lot in this episode. It's okay, so you know what? It's spectacular. It is the web of. That's not the... I knew you were going to say that, too. And I was just... I'll let him say it. It's ultimate. It's ultimately <laughs> the web of spectacularly amazing Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got here? What um, we got? The art design. Art design. I can't get that. That animation that. is amazing. Again, amazing. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I told my brother, I'm like, okay, you're a graphic designer, you love art, go watch this movie. And he went and watched it and he said, holy shit. I've never seen animation that good. No. I mean, I can see it's why... It's literally a comic brought to life. ...to do this movie. Yeah. I can see exactly why. But, like, it is absolutely incredible. I like, I even like the touch where Miles is a graphic designer himself. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, that's really cool. Ah, uh, man. The final scene where he has his full-fledged full costume? Awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. And that whole end scene where the spiders are all fighting Fisk... And all the other interdimensional shit that's happening is absolutely incredible. And then, like, Miles finally, like, just, I got this and does it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. So good. And then he has that hilariously awkward heart-to-heart -heart with his dad. Where he's telling him he's Spider-Man and his dad's not getting it at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, do, I, I do hope for the sequel uh, that we get... That he does tell his dad officially, mm -hmm. I am Spider-Man. Yeah. Because, I don't know, like, I mean, I I understand, I'm always for secret identities, but I do like when a couple of people are in on it. Because yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, Peter Parker and uh, Ned, Ned knowing, now his mom knowing, I think. Ned wasn't in this. No. I'm talking about in Homecoming, sorry. I know. Okay. What? Okay, Ned, was it Ned in Homecoming? Or do you have a different name in Homecoming? Ned was in Homecoming. But he looked like... Gank. And Gank wasn't in this. No, Gank wasn't in this. Because they made Gank Ned. That's right. But he went Homecoming. That's right. Yeah. How weird, <laughs> how weird is that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, especially because like Ned literally is Gank. Yeah. Visually. But they gave him Ned Leeds' name. Whatever. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, But yeah, as far as the sequel goes... Like, I remember when we talked about this... Uh, I knew this was going to do good. I didn't think it was going to do this good. Although, right at the beginning, it had a rough go. It's, well, I mean, it's a superhero cartoon, and it's struggling, but it's... Titans bombed. Titans, why? Well, I, I don't know if it bombed. Uh, I can't I say that it bombed, that, but it didn't yeah. do that well. This has made $220 million worldwide right now. Yep. It's had a budget of $90 million without marketing costs. Yep. So it, it's made money. Not a ton. But $220 million? On a, for an animated superhero cartoon? Not only an animated superhero cartoon, but like a niche. This is not like a standard superhero cartoon. No. This is like multi-dimensional. Like this is a comic book. This is a very, yeah, movie. absolutely. The kids will go and watch this and love this. But if you're not a comic book fan, you might go and go, I don't really, I don't know what's going on. Or, yeah. It's not that it's heavy by any means, but there is a lot going on that you might not There's be a ton going on. Like, 
Aunt May. Aunt May is amazing in this movie. She was so good in it. You know? Aunt May was amazing in this oh. movie. The short bits that we got with MJ were great, though. Like, MJ's, they've done a lot of really good stuff with MJ lately, too. Like, in the comic books, really stepped up her character. I'm so happy they're leaning towards the game back together. Like, yeah, me I'm too. I'm just like, finally. Well, they're back together in the comic finally. books now. It, yeah, but it's kind of like, it's a weird, I think it's kind of a weird situation. I haven't read the last few issues. Yeah, me either, so. But I think it's kind of like, we're together, but friends with benefits type of deal right now. Oh, okay. Like, they love each other, but they're not really together yet. Whereas like, with Spider-Man PS4. That is my favorite version of Mary Jane ever. The fact that she is, like, a reporter for the Daily Bugle. But, like, an investigative, like, Lois Lane reporter. Yeah. I was, like, I was amazed that they leaned into that one. They kept him away from the Bugle completely. <clears throat> they acknowledged that he did it, though. Yeah. Which I liked. But then she started to do it. I'm at the point where, uh, spoilers, he uh, saves her from that whole, like, tent thing. Oh, yeah. And fucks everything up. Because he thought she was in trouble and she really wasn't. She was actually going to help. So she's pissed at him right now. Mm-hmm. She gave him the Peter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh, Stanley's cameo on this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That might be my favorite cameo of his. Outside of the game. Oh, the game one. The game one. The game one was great. I love the game one because it was him as himself saying, I always love the two of you together. Yeah. Because he did. He wasn't happy when they broke marriage up. Oh, yeah. Because he kept doing um, those little strips in the comic book news yeah. with his brother. And he kept them together the whole time. Yeah, no, I actually, yeah. I loved that one. That yeah. was so great. I got teary-eyed when I, I saw it. I got teary-eyed Which that. is ridiculous. I got I teary-eyed in this. But, but this, that this was fresh because this is right after he passed. That's right. This was the first time I've seen him. It was a little sick. So when he came up there and heard his voice, I was just like, oh. But he basically tells Miles that anyone can be Spider-Man. Yeah, which is great because that was his whole conceit. Like yeah. His whole thing was like... He's covered in head to toe. I mean, yeah. anybody could be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he looks like. You could be Spider-Man. Yeah, which I always love that no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> points to the side and say no returns. Yeah. No refunds, no returns. <laughs> yeah. If it doesn't fit, you can yeah. uh, you can take it back or whatever. Yeah. Or no, he says you'll grow into it. Yeah, you'll grow into it. And then it's just like no returns. I was like, that is awesome. That is so great. But that was great, that too. That was great, yeah. Um, yeah, like... I said, like, aside from the Bronx voice in Kingpin and the design choice for Scorpion, that's literally the two small things that were kind of, eh, for, oh, and uh, Tombstone. Three minor issues. Incredibly minor. Like, Incredibly minor. Like, it's still 5% out of 5. It's a 5 out of 5. It's 5 out of 5. I, like, this movie right here, to me, is, is the second best film I saw in 2018, only behind Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to second, say. This is my second favorite movie last year. Yeah, I would have to say I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. Yeah. Because Fallout is so good. Oh, Fallout's like... Fallout is perfect, actually untouchable. Perfect action movie. It is untouchable. Yeah. The only thing that's going to maybe fuck with Fallout is if Mission Impossible 7 is that much better. Oh, man. They, set, be tough. they set the bar high. It's going to be real it's tough. It's a really high bar. It's, you know what it is? It's going to be really tough because I don't think Macquarie's coming back. So right there, it's kind of like, ooh. Yeah. So like the next guy that shows up is going to be like basically suicidal because mm-hmm. you'd have to be. Yeah. And they're already saying like the only way to top this is to put them in space, which I don't think they should do. No, no, no. I don't think they should do that. No. Because then Tom Cruise would die in space. Now we're going to Moonraker and we know what Moonraker did to James Bond. No, but see, that's ooh. the thing. I don't... <sighs> you know, if they got Macquarie back and said they were going in space, I'd be like... You know what? This will probably be awesome. Yeah. yeah that'll be all right. Yeah, I'm a part of that. But, I mean, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, so yeah. like, that, those two movies, this was a really good year for movies, though. It was a really great year. Yeah. Like, my top ten is, it's a solid top ten. They're movies I'll watch over and over again. Hereditary is another one that I'll watch again. Hereditary is really good. I watched A Quiet Place recently. Love A Quiet Place. That's in my top ten. I actually liked Hereditary better. Really? I thought it was a better movie. For me, it's Quiet Place. Quiet Place was I really good. Love that movie. Um, the ending was telegraphed. Mm-hmm. I knew the, the I had a feeling that the way it was going to play out was the way it was going to play out. But still, really good, really good. The aliens were insane. Like, just a crazy way to do the aliens. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But I even love that the Krasinski was just like, I was like, like it always just seems like it happens slowly over time where I feel like we'd just be so fucked. Like they would just hit us and then we just like, boom, we'd be fucked, right? Yeah. Kind of reminded me of uh, Rain of Fire. Yeah. How quickly the earth was almost wiped out. You're not prepared. Exactly. Like how are you prepared for like these aliens that literally can't see you but echolocate you like I was just like huh there's a, a lot of real good good to it I just feel like Hereditary edged it right out <clears throat> it's very close though. I saw a perfect 5 out of 5 movie the other night and it surprised the hell of me because I wasn't expecting anything from it Searching with John Cho wait what? Searching it is so good the whole movie is shot through a computer so it's all through like Skype videos and chat rooms and and him on his oh, phone. Oh, searching with John Cho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I heard about this. Man, holy shit, that's a good movie. Really? Edge of my seat the whole two hours. Oh, wow. So good. Okay, all right. I can't recommend it enough. Okay. I'm shocked. I will definitely check it I'm out. I'm shocked. Um, but into Spider-Verse, I think I'm pretty much, uh, pretty much done with it. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with it, too. It's a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. Um, uh, I'll say it's tied with Spidey 2. I love Spidey 2 so much. It's this is so good though, yeah. Like, it's so close. Like to me, it, a movie has to have heart. There's a shit ton of heart. There's in a movie. lot of heart. There's in this. so and that's much why heart I love Bumblebee movie. too. Because mm -hmm. that's why I love Bumblebee. Yeah, too. that's what you're saying. It's it's just like something that makes you smile and cry. And um, they say when you watch a really good movie, you're experiencing what it's like to be hypnotized. Because you are hypnotized by the performances in the story. Oh! And if you get into yeah. it so much where you're tearing at, I can see at something make-believe, you're hypnotized by it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. 100%. Yeah. That makes that a lot of sense. That movie does this. Yeah, I got lost in this movie, yeah. and it was great. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, yeah. Like like I said, like it's a close second for Spider-Man movies, and it did bump Homecoming. Because like I said, a lot of the Spider-Man stuff I really liked and was done better than... Even Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 3, you know? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. this movie's so good. It's so... It's so hard. It's hilarious, because if you would have said, hey, like, one of your favorite Spider-Man movies is going to be an animated... That actually thing. went to theaters? Yeah, an animated cartoon that went to theaters about... More about spider characters that aren't your Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I'd have been like, yeah, okay. Like, I'll probably like it. I don't think it'll be one of my favorites. This yeah. is one of my favorites. Excluding Teen Titans from this year. Hmm? Excluding Teen Titans. Mask of the Phantasm is the only other superhero cartoon to go That went to theater. Which just so happens to be my favorite Batman movie oh. ever. So, like... That's, like That is so good. Like, you know? Oh, that's so like good. this... What this movie is doing right now should show Marvel and DC, like, we can put our animated movies into theaters. Oh, yeah. We'll make money. Yeah. I mean... I don't think that they should do their uh, like hour and a half straight to video versions that they've been doing. Mm -hmm. Do that straight to video. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, well, this has led into Reign of the Superman getting a limited release in L.A. and New York. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's. They don't say that, but it's getting a limited release in theaters. Well, it's got to be from. And the, the only thing I can think of is because of how well this movie's done. Yeah. <clears throat> Although, to their credit. Uh, uh, Superman versus Doomsday, the first part was awesome. That was a high quality animated flick that could have seen a release in theater, mm -hmm. but I'm glad they didn't because it would have bombed. Yeah. So I think now they're at that stage where they're going to test the waters. Batman Hush is coming. April. Yes. I can't wait for that one. I really can't. See, they can put that in the theater. I just wonder how much they're going to fit in. I Because uh, I want to see Nightwing. I want to see you, Catwoman. You know I, what? If they're not going to cut into two movies, please just do a full two-hour movie. Then. Oh, yeah. Don't do the hour and Give a half. Give me two hours. It's a cartoon, so we're only doing 80 minutes. No! Yeah. yeah. Go full two hours. Although, I feel like that's a two-parter. It, it is. It I has think, to be. I don't think they're doing two parts. So. But it has to be because you've got Joker. You've got Riddler. You've got Ra's al Ghul. You've got Talia. You've got Catwoman. You've got Harold. I don't know if they're going to introduce Harold. Superman. You got Superman, Poison Ivy. You've got everybody. Hush. You've got uh, fucking Clayface. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Elliot. You've got Dick Grayson. 
Tim, or, yeah, Tim Drake. You've got... Harley? Harley, Killer Croc. That's the one I was showing. Everybody's in there. Like, it is a huge catalog of mm-hmm. villains and heroes. You have to do... Like, I, I have to look more into this because I feel like unless they do a really good job of streamlining it, it's going to be hard. Mm, I'm psyched for it. I'm I wonder what they're going to do for the animation if they're going to try to mock Jim Lee's at art. I hope they do. I really do. If they do like an anime Jim Lee, oh man, it's going to be good. I, I feel like they're going to do the same thing they did with Miller's Batman. Yeah. Because they almost kind of have to. Because mm-hmm. even in uh, Batman Year One, that art style is similar to Dave Masuchelli or whoever did the art. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave, it's Something like that. Dave Mazzuchilli, or I can't remember how to say his name. Mazzuchilli. But it's very similar to his art, and then, of course, The Dark Knight Returns is Frank Miller animated, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I feel like that's the only way to do it, you know? Because if they suddenly start doing it like their stock anime feel, then I'm going to... I won't feel anything for it. It'll be good, but it won't be, like, as cool as seeing, like, a, almost a live-action Jim Lee comic. I wonder who the game for voice is, too. I really hope it's Conrad and Hamill. Uh, you know what? I think it'll be Baker. Troy Baker for Joker. Yeah, well, he's a pretty solid Hamill in person. He's a pretty solid one. they probably rock out with Bruce Stern. Yeah. Because they've been doing him quite a bit lately. Yeah, this is really he good. Did, he did a really... He did uh, Gotham by Gaslight, didn't he? He's done a couple of them, actually. Because Gotham by Gaslight was really good. Um, His... Brewster, I think, was in the uh, Under the Red Hood. Okay. Yep. I'm almost positive he was under the Red Hood's Batman. Hmm. His he's a really good Batman too, though. His Batman's really good. Uh, I I just want to see everyone. I want to see all the characters. I just don't want anyone to be left out. Reign of the Superman and Hush coming out in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just buying them. And also, Battle Angel Alita. I'm psyched for it, man. It looks great. Straight up. It looks I'm, fucking I, awesome. I, I'm sorry it's going to bomb hard. I'm not I'm sorry stand, that I'm it's going to bomb. I'm standing by that it's going to bomb. I want it to do. I want it to be good. Like, it looks good. I like the Jason Bourne feel for cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, I'm a sucker for anime and live action anime. And you know what? I love that they gave her anime eyes. Yep. And I people do. still I complain. And people still complain. There's nothing weird about it. I like it. And they still complain. They still complain. It's like, <laughs> you can't like, make them happy. I know with Ghost in the Shell, they were tempting fate by casting Scarlett Johansson. And not casting a Japanese actress. They were really tempting fate. And the only one all upset about it was everyone except the Japanese community. I don't, yeah, I don't think I ever heard any of the Japanese Japan people. was like, we love Scarlett. This is great. Yeah. And white people, the social oh, justice people. warriors were like, why couldn't you uh, cast an Asian person? So then at the end, they're like, no, she was Asian. We just changed her face. Not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I watched it, I was like, that's actually pretty cool that they went that far. Yeah. But they didn't have to do that. Yeah. They had a feeling white people were going to be pissed off about it. It's funny how, like, I don't hear too many, like, Asian people going, hey, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Or black people going, Hey, how come Captain America's white? Why can't he be black? Mm-hmm. They don't say anything like that. They're not mad that the freaking Americans are making Godzilla movies. I've never, I mean, not that I talked to a lot of black people, but I haven't heard too many people going like, you know, James Bond should be black, right? I've never once heard that. I've never heard anyone say it in public. Just all of a sudden they're like, yeah, let's get Idris Elba for James Bond. Why? Yeah. He's a great actor. He would make a great James Bond. But if James Bond isn't a code name... Which we, we talked about before. If it was a code name... If they said it was a code name, I'd be, I'd be okay with it. Yep. But it's his actual name. Because in Skyfall, they said that it's his actual name, then no. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. You can make a character who's black, who's a James Bond character, yeah. make a million of them. Introduce them to the next one, 009, if you want. He doesn't even have to be part of this world. They yeah. can just make their own. They could. You know? They could. He could be British, too, if they like. Mm-hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. episode two of 2019. Wow. 
Uh-huh. We go through it. Uh-huh. And I'm still sick. You're still sick. You do look pretty good, though. You've only had one sneeze attack. Oh, With wow. No sniffles. It popped my ears, so now I have absolutely no idea how loud I'm being. <laughs> and I've been trying to pop it back. Oh, oh, okay. So this one is good. You good? All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Incredible film. If you haven't seen it yet, go support it. Go see Aquaman. Go see Spider-Man. And just... Go out and watch cartoons and comic book movies. Just support all the stuff that yeah. you like so that we get more of it. Absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah. Support I mean, the good stuff. Go support Bumblebee. You want good Transformers movies, you got to support that. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to go you see have it. have to support it. I, I, I will say this until I saw the trailers. I was like, this is dumb. This mm. is a waste of time. This is so stupid. I saw the trailers. I'm like... Okay, it looks better than Pacific Rim 2, and I was pumped for Pacific Rim 2. I have yet to watch it. Mm -hmm. It was alright for what it was. Which, I'm getting sick of saying. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's you know, like, for what it was, it was pretty good. Well, Guillermo del Toro was doing the sequel. Well, what was it? Was it a pile of shit? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of, but uh, it was a good pile of shit. It was a good pile of shit. Some of those fresh-smelling ones, you know? Yeah, you know, the, the you kind where you're just like... Near your face. It should smell worse, but yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> For what it was. I don't know. <laughs> That's I the don't big cop-out one. Yeah. yeah. Support good movies, though. That's basically what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. And what you're supporting. Support us! Yeah. And you can do that by liking, sharing. Subscribing. And always subscribing. Here, Multiple platforms. Here, SoundCloud, iTunes. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yep. We get around. Eventually, we'll be on all the platforms, but right now we just all hit those up. five. Yes, the the ones that matter. Pretty much, pretty much. We'll get to the other out. ones when we get around yeah. to it. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Until next time, which we're getting really damn close to our glass episode. Yeah, I can't wait. Glass is coming. Oh, I can't wait. I'm What's excited. the what? I'm excited. What date is that? I want to say 20s. I was thinking, yeah, it was 22nd. I think it's 22nd. The glass episode, I can't wait. So I guess our next episode will have to be Unbreakable Split. Unbreakable Split Glass. I'm done. I'm done with this. What? This is horse shit. Unbreakable Split Glass? Yeah. I thought that was the funniest thing in the whole it world. It was funny. Yeah, to not, who? Not my fault. I'm better at dad jokes than you. Yeah, if you're not wearing your geek pants, you're naked. These pancakes are delicious.